0: guys Welcome to another episode of everyone's business with mine. I'm laughing because what you guys are about to find out is that this is like take number nine, 10 11 of me trying to record these this intro and this episode really. Um, I'm not great. <laughs> I'm not great. like I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, nobody be worried about me. I'm fine. But I'm also, like, not great. (laughs) These past couple weeks have, like, not been the best for me. Um, Thank you for all the vibes, the good vibes that you guys sent out. I don't think it worked. (laughs) But we're fine. I'm doing better than I was last week. But now I'm in the, like, oh, I'm tired of feeling this way kind of stage. We're in the weariness of it all. So um, I say all that to say that my equilibrium is a little bit off. I'm sorry, this might not be the best episode, but we're just gonna chug along. Part two of that, um, uh, it's Labor Day. (laughs) And I never really think to take time off um because of my job usually when people are off i'm working so i never really think about holidays in the traditional sense and uh what really gave me this aha moment is that i was on feathers in my hair with liz bentley this week you can check out the latest episode we are talking about teen mom 2 season 4 what a golden era for that show that franchise janelle's back with kifa okay? She's back with Kifa. Um, She's not quite into her heroin addiction, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, Leah also may be having a a light flirtation with the pills at this point, but she's just married Corey. Uh, Chelsea's trying to deal with uh, her hair and her situation with Adam. And Kale and Javi have uh, gotten together and not quite married, but we're, we're also getting there. So really, really a great season. So check it out. But we recorded this last week because her very smart self uh, knew that this weekend was going to be a holiday weekend. And therefore, she wanted to get herself ahead of schedule. That never rarely occurs to me. Um because of that, I'm going to give myself a little bit of a break. So this might be a, an episode a little bit on the shorter side. So let's get into it. Like I said, check out feathers in my hair. It was a really fun conversation. Um, we're gonna start with our girl of the week, uh, <laughs> Stacy Dash, Stacy Dash of Clueless, Stacy Dash of Fox News. Stacey Dash of um, why is there a BET, why is there Black History Month without the White History Month, Um, cousin to Damon Dash, founder of Rockefeller Records, uh, then-boyfriend to Aaliyah at the time of her passing, Um, you would think somebody who has so many ties to the hip-hop world, I don't know what her relationship is with Damon, but I feel like I've seen pictures of them together in the past couple years. And in the entertainment industry in her own right, well, I don't know if we can say that at this point, but she's, we know her, you guys know her name and and you can't take that away from her. Um, She went on her TikTok like five days ago and posted a video of herself crying and very upset because she had just found out that DMX passed away. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys are thinking, um, didn't that man die over a year ago? Yeah, you would be absolutely correct about that. Um, she is... <laughs> I. <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, there are probably, like, seven reasons why I shouldn't be laughing at this. But, like, girl... <laughs> What world have you been living in? In my world, like, I understand that Stacey Dash and I live in two very different environments. That is very clear. She's made that abundantly clear. However, I feel like even the uh, non-hip-hop fan, the casual observer to entertainment news, would have found out about that. Because, let let's I mean, like, I don't want to bring back old shit and, like, dark shit, but the man was... In hospital for like a week before he officially passed away, and so you missed really a whole week of us wondering if he was going to be okay until he unfortunately passed. Stacy, where have you been? <laughs> she says that she doesn't watch TV and she doesn't read the news, and it's like, okay, is that because Fox News uh, threw your ass out as soon as they didn't need you anymore? You you were left out on the curb with a uh, diamond and silk. Sorry. that's not our problem but how are you on tiktok but you know what i mean like how i don't understand how people can be in it like you have a twitter you have a tiktok you have social media so it's not like you'd really need to read the news most of my news i get from twitter dead ass straight up and i have no problem saying that but girl girl the real funny thing about this is that Stacy did not think, you know what, maybe I should turn my comments off of this because uh, Black Twitter, Black social media is going to roast the fuck out of me for this, which is exactly what happened, exactly what happened. So if you guys want to um, kick it on over to Stacey Dash's TikTok, which I wouldn't recommend, um, you can see her, the comments really, really got her. She kept calling, was one thing that I learned is that she kept calling people NPCs in like reply to them being like how is this possible i actually thought that people were being much nicer to her than i would have expected given the general opinion on stacy dash um but apparently npc is like it could be uh described as a non-playable character but i think the right wing uh sector have adopted that as like a um Uh, you're, you're liberal, so I'm not going to listen to you. So if anybody calls you an NPC, then you know what that means. My second one, and I really don't want to talk about this woman, but like, I actually think there might be something wrong with Bethany. Like, I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Like, I think there's something going on with her in a way that seems very strange. Like for years now. Bethany has a pattern, has had a pattern of, uh, you know, sticking her nose in other celebrities' business, which is fine. Like, I'm in no position to be judging that. I'm talking about her right now. So, but... Um, lately, over the past couple weeks, I think maybe she just found out who the Kardashians are and what their whole shtick is because she has recently gotten very upset about uh, the photoshopping that they do, the uh, cinching in of the waist, the uh, whatever highly manicured Instagram posts. And she <laughs> did this whole post. Well, first of all, she's been ramping up about, I'm going to be canceled. People are going to cancel me for my opinions. Y'all ain't ready for this. Oh, here it comes. Um, The Kardashians are dangerous to women. Uh, oh, d- Don't cancel me, media. <laughs> Girl, first of all, you're like 17,000 years late for this conversation. Um, I don't... N- I don't understand why she keeps ranting about being canceled and about people not being ready. She, why didn't she have this conversation when she was talking about and saying problematic things about black women? She didn't care about being canceled then, but somehow you think that the mobs are going to come after you over the Kardashians now. What? (laughs) She posted a side-by-side picture of her on Instagram in a bikini out on the beach and one was Photoshopped and one was not. And it was like, I could, I'm not even going to get into what the caption was, but it was basically like, this is really irresponsible, Well, which is true. Like these things are true. I just don't understand why she thinks that, A, these are new feelings, things that we haven't had 10,000 discussions about at this point. Also, who's canceling you? For what? And from what? You don't have anything to cancel, boo. She's also had a lot of comments to make about the Real Housewives of Dubai and their reunion looks and how bad they were. As if we can't go to Google Images and look at how bad her reunion looks were over the year. Like, remember that time she dressed up like, I don't need, uh, let me see. Whatever. The point is, Bethany doesn't really, like, give it that much when it comes to reunion looks. And I think we can all agree her best look was her most dramatic, the most that looked like the Dubai reunion, which is that, like, gauzy, pale, um, it had, like, little appliques on it, like gold and stuff. Like, that was the best she ever looked, maybe ever. So I don't, it's just, and, and the makeup stuff... <laughs> She she keeps doing this, like, drugstore versus uh, high-end uh, beauty stuff. And, again, the market's a corner. To me, it just feels like she's flailing. And she's got her hand in a lot of pots. And she's ranting and raving. And I think it just feels like Kelly Dodd almost. But not as offensive. Like, I'm not offended or do I really care about anything that she's doing. It's just the... I'm going to say these provocative things and then be like, oh, you guys can't handle it. Like, I think that is the most annoying thing. One of the most annoying things that we've gotten from the, uh, you know, last presidential administration is this, like, idea that you... There are these characters who intentionally say dumb shit and then act like people are um, reacting wildly to the dumb shit that comes out of their mouth, you know? I end this to say that currently, and really seemingly for the past few months, uh, Bethany has been in some sort of TikTok beef with a lady who, uh, her, excuse me, username is, uh, the Bunny Barbie. So last Coachella, the latest Coachella, there was that Revolve Fest that was supposed to be influencers down in the first week of Coachella. And it basically was kind of like Firefest Fest 2.0, really disorganized, yada, yada, yada. So the bunny Barbie lady uh, was there at the Revolve Fest and talking about her experience, and talking about how like awful it was, yada, yada, yada. So Bethany... Post a video, didn't tag them, but it was clearly obviously about these women, right? About like, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Like, oh, I'm so sorry to see these privileged people like get stuck at some douche fest, douche cella or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And so people caught on very quickly that she was talking about this chick, right? So this chick actually goes on TikTok like Saturday night, Friday night, and was like, okay. Since uh, Bethany already put me in the headlines, let's just talk about my experience with her. So she, sh- she does a two-part video talking about how she had been in talks with and was on a talent hold, which is basically when a network or producer or whatever, when there's a show coming, they might, like a reality show, they might, it's basically like a non-compete. They put you on this talent hold so that no other network can work. You can work, can't work with any other network or whatever, do any deals uh, while they're trying to do the production of the show. So the bunny Barbie says that she was approached by executives and knew that Bethany would have some sort of production credit executive uh, position within the show. It was, sounds quite a lot like Housewives, but she says they did everything to be like, it's not gonna be like anything you've ever seen before. It's just gonna happen to be about a group of successful uh, wives and mothers who are out there doing their thing, right? So she says that she signed the talent hold in late 2019. Looks like around September 2019. Um, and she went to film. I'm not sure where she's located, but she said, I would fly to LA to do filming and we'd be doing these activities. And it was pitched as like, we're, the girls are not going to be fighting. It's like literally going to be funny, if anything, lighthearted, that sort of thing. So she's filming, doing what she needs to do. And they're kind of dragging their feet in terms of the contract. Really, the only thing set in stone is this non of this talent hold right so she starts blowing up on tiktok just doing videos of her in her closet doing her makeup talking about funny shit and she ended up over the course of them filming ended up blowing up on tiktok she's now got like two million followers so as the executives are noticing that she's blowing up they're like oh This could be good because by the time we announce the show, like you're going to have a platform, right? So keep doing it, but just stick to TikTok. You can't be doing anything else. Like do what you're doing, but don't do anything more than this. Yada, yada, yada. She says once they finally got the contracts, they were offering them 20 grand for four months of filming and... 15, they were going to have to give the network, you know, the Bethany Clause. She was going to enact the Bethany Clause onto these women by saying, I think she wanted 15% of any future business profits for 11 years. (laughs) So the girl was like, absolutely fucking not. Like, we're going to have to come to some better terms on this. And I believe it kind of, ended up being dead in the water because Bethany, by the time they like kind of got to the end of negotiations, Bethany comes out of nowhere saying allegedly that she, uh, wanted more money into the project to, for her to like attach her name to the project. So it basically ended up failing. Anyway, the girl figured out that after that 20,000 and the money, like she's essentially giving them more money, (laughs) on the back end, if she had signed into that 11 year deal, that she would be giving them more money than she would have even made filming for the show. So hell no. So between the fact that they were supposed to start filming in March of 2020, which obviously we know why they had to put it on hold. She was told, I guess these were supposed to be the same production of Vanderpump and Housewives. So I'm guessing Sharp Entertainment. Um, they were like, oh, don't worry about the filming. Like, everybody's on hold everybody's on pause right now, but she's like months and months going by. Vanderpumps filming, the housewives are coming out with their shows, and like ours are still on hold. But anyway, I say all this to say to circle back to uh Bethany not only talking about this chick on her TikTok. On some real hater shit, but also going on the podcast, her podcast, and being like, saying some like ED shitty stuff. And being like, oh, you know, uh, the Revolve Fest disaster wasn't quite like Fire Fest because. You know, I think that all those models at Revolve Fest would have been really happy to have uh, a, some bread and cheese to eat, even though they wouldn't have eaten it. You know, like, shitty, lame, low-hanging fruit jokes like that. So, you're now talking about how dangerous the Kardashians are, which is absolutely true. But, you know, there's a saying in, in my community called sweep around your own front porch before you come sweeping around mine. And for the founder of skinny girl to be talking about how dangerous it is. And shout out to my friend, Laura, who uh, put me out of this because I couldn't even finish the article that uh, Bethany was blaming, (laughs) potentially blaming the Kardashians for uh, Bryn having an unhealthy relationship with eating. (laughs) Yeah, guys, the founder of skinny girl, and the writer of Naturally Thin thinks that the Kardashians are going to be the ones that give her daughter an unhealthy relationship with food. Okay. I just think that's unlikely. Unlikely. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Our next topic is a little bit of a departure for me, but I just wanted to talk about this because it's been on my mind I'm sure many of you have seen this very viral Reddit post and the title is my 20 female girlfriend of two years told me that the music that I 25 male play during sex is weird and a major turnoff. So I'm going to read this whole thing to you guys. <laughs> a little backstory. When I first started having sex, I researched into ways to be better as I was a little stiff and pretty much had no idea what I was doing. I read online that you can play music and match the rhythm in order to put on a better performance. I searched lovemaking songs and started slowly creating a playlist in which I was comfortable matching the rhythm. There are a few songs on my playlist, however, there is one song in particular, which actually happens to be my favorite, that my girlfriend hates and says turns her off in a major way. I don't understand why it's taken her two years to tell me that she hates this song. It's a good love making song with good rhythm. I feel the way I fucked, <laughs> I feel the way I fucked up is I could have possibly asked her previously if she likes the playlist or any songs she, or if there were any songs that she would like to add or change, but to leave it for two years thinking that our sex life is great, but in her eyes has just been ruined by my music, has left the whole situation feeling awkward, and I'm a bit annoyed. I pretty much played this tune every single time, so the amount of times she must have not been enjoying it, when I thought the complete opposite, is annoying but also embarrassing in ways. Not to mention that my previous partners, however, they never complained about the song, so maybe it's just her? It's fucked up up the relationship, to be honest, because sex feels awkward now. The other day we were having sex with no music, but I was still thrusting to the tune playing in my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. Then he goes on to say, I thought the song was perfect, and I always thrust along to the tune, and it I feel it gives me the perfect rhythm for doing the deed. I usually bust to this song and find it devastating that she hates it. So I'm going to play you guys a song now. <laughs> Imagine? <laughs> can you imagine thinking like i'm gonna get in a sexy little mood and listen i don't want to king shame anybody like have i uh you know listened to dance electronic music while, well, you know maybe maybe i have the time or two but that it's like getting fucked inside of the galaga game like how bro you just told everybody that your whole stroke game sounds like <laughs> sounds like some teletubbies getting beat up and like i need answers so i do i will say that i'm trying to be nicer in my time of uh sorrow I'm trying to be nicer to other people to to get the positivity back in my life. <laughs> so I will say that it is embarrassing to have your partner think something about you and then not tell you till way after the fact. And then I can totally understand how you would spiral and be like, oh my God, every sexual experience that I've had with this person, I played this song and they've hated it every single time. Oh no. Like I would feel really embarrassed about that too, dog. But like... I can't... That's all I can give you. That's all I can give you, because this is, this is horrible. <laughs> this is god-awful. Whew, but speaking of messy, potentially sex stuff... Well, not even potentially. I think we can pretty much say that it was. Um, okay, so... Raquel Leves, Vanderpump Rules, might be in her bad bitch era, her uh, lovingly, I say this, ho phase... Um, there's so much going on and it has to do with garcelle's son oliver so we knew oliver we were introduced to oliver rather as the husband doting father doing well after his struggles with substance abuse like doing really well He uh, apparently got a job at Vanderpump Gardens, the location in Las Vegas, or maybe there was another one that she opened in Vegas. Anyway, Oliver works for Vanderpump, okay? So the girls were really agog the other day because somebody out in the streets took a picture of LVP and Garcelle filming together. I believe this is for Vanderpump Rules. Can't possibly be for Beverly Hills, right? Um, But then the next day... All these screenshots and receipts are released by none other than Oliver's soon-to-be ex-wife, Samantha. So she starts posting uh, text conversations of Oliver basically making fun of her mental health and of... Okay, here's what she said in her uh, Instagram caption. I have been told to stay silent! Exclamation point divorce all caps at I am Oliver Saunders since Oliver has started working at Vanderpump Paris he has disrespected me and my kids in every way possible he's made jokes about my mental health and suicidal thoughts to co-worker co-workers he's committed adultery with co-workers and guests at the restaurant I have found out that he has made out with Raquel while filming at Lisa Vanderpump why does she tag Lisa and plans to continue going on a date with Raquel while filming. He continued to lie to me and say that he wanted to work on things, but behind my back continued to talk bad about me and disown being a stepdad. When I met Oliver, I fell in love with him. I had no idea the demons he was battling because I loved this man and I saw everything he was capable of. And I stayed and I trusted him. I stayed silent and helped him behind closed doors and never talked about him or blasted his secrets. I helped this man get back on his feet after fighting a strong addiction and battling in the courts. I financially supported this man, and all of the kids off of one income. While he was getting clean, I worked extra, paid for all his. I worked extra, paid for all his studio time with music, podcasts, video shoots, etc. Once he. Uh, Got his job, I decided to pursue real estate, trusting that he was going to support me like I did to him. Instead, this man has left me in thousands of dollars of debt and in a financial struggle. My family will now need the time to heal from all this pain that we have been through publicly and behind closed doors. Yes, I have receipts of everything. Now, I just would like to quickly say, technically, um, Oliver's not a celebrity, and even if well, I guess it would be public if he did make out with Raquel on television, but um, is this something that we need to talk about now? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you for that. So oddly enough, Sam is posting all of these receipts of text messages, DMs of Oliver and other girls. Oliver (laughs) was also posting these on his Instagram story. Now, very confused about that because it feels like, aren't you just telling on yourself? Why would you repost the receipts of your ex-wife caught it keep catching you cheating? I'm not sure. But he's talking to hella women, um, asking them to fly out to Vegas. He can get that in a discount at the Caesars um, or any Caesars property, property. He's getting real sexual with one lady who, you know, wanted her to have him paint her face if you will um just a lot of things a lot of things happening so you know i don't care about (laughs) Oliver. but there was a video of him with raquel seemingly filming a scene i didn't see any cameras but they were definitely together hugging sitting down for dinner whatever I don't know. If I were looking at it, I would have thought that that seemed pretty platonic. It didn't really seem like she was that into him and vice versa. But this is also just like a two second video. Um, I also want to talk about Katie. Katie Maloney. So you guys remember how last week I said there were rumors about uh, Schwartz and Raquel making out at Sheena's wedding and there's really been no denial i feel like there's been plenty of time for any of these people to deny that hasn't happened but the tea is allegedly katie's now mad at sheena for encouraging raquel and schwartz's hookup which this is a shit that i don't like about katie why would you be mad at sheena <laughs> Like, that is so lame. I understand you're hurting, but you can't be like, oh, we and me and my ex are the best uh, exes ever, and we broke up unconsciously, and everything's great, and we're kicking it together, but you're mad at Sheena, but you have no problem hanging out with Schwartz, but you're mad at somebody who you were not married to, for what? Not, like, stopping them from hooking up with each other? Like, what do you mean? Sheena said that she never even saw anything. She just heard it. But see, this is the shit about Katie that I don't like because you're you're misdirecting your anger. In in so many different ways, and they're they're not smart. And we can't even blame Stassi or Kristen for this. That's you, girl. Hmm. All right, so this is dark. This is very dark. Uh, Tiffany Haddish and alleged comedian Ari Spears, who really should have kept his mouth shut. Had he known that this lawsuit was happening, you guys don't. know. Well, maybe some of you know, but Aries Spears was on uh, Mad TV and a couple of uh, stand-up stages since then. And just Google, just Google image Aries Spears before I tell you what he did and said. So he was doing an interview, I'm not sure with who, but he goes in on Lizzo and talks about how she's got a beautiful face, but you know, this is a problem with the body inclusivity movement is that like, we're not having real talks with that woman about like, hey sister, I care about you and I want you to do better. And you know, how am I gonna, she, he called Lizzo, he referred to Lizzo's body as looking like the the poop emoji and was like, you know, how, how can I, you know, like, I can't get bricked up on that. I mean, he didn't say that, but basically he was like, she's really pretty in the face, but like, she really needs to lose weight. And like, you know, she's, uh, championing these bad philosophies. Now I'm sure that many of you guys have looked at these pictures of Aries Spears and been like, hmm, (laughs) hypocritical might come to mind extreme hypocrisy might be the other option but anyway um so Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears have been involved in a lawsuit a pretty serious one so they're being sued by two siblings I believe one of them might still be underage but they're going by Jane and John Doe right Uh, They claim that they've been traumatized for life as a result of allegedly being groomed when they were children. And the boy, uh, excuse me, the boy uh, uh, victim also claims they have been molested by both Aries and Tiffany. I should have issued a trigger warning. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) From henceforth the next five minutes will be definitely a trigger warning. So in the lawsuit, the older sister says that she was 14 when Tiffany gained her trash and convinced her to film a sexually suggestive video with Tiffany teaching her how to mimic fellatio during the skit. And then the, her younger brother says that he was only seven when Tiffany brought him to a home where He and, or she and Aries Spears were filming a video called Through a Pedophile's Eyes. Now, this video has made the rounds. I've seen a little bit of it, but it was just so, like, I don't think I should be looking at this. The boy is in underwear, and basically, like, Tiffany, I guess, is the mom or something, drops him off to be babysat by Aries Spears, who was just like a perv. And from what I saw, I just like, I don't know what is funny about that or whatever. So they claim that this uh, video was released through Funny or Die, but Funny or Die came back and said, absolutely not, we had nothing to do with it from the back end to the front end, production, sound, we didn't get the Airbnb for this place, didn't do anything, okay? And that actually it had just been submitted um, by a user and then as soon as they saw the video they they scrapped it because they were like this is completely unacceptable um you, I mean you can see the video if you want it's it's on Twitter. It, I'm sure you can find it pretty easily but yeah I mean there's just never a idea like they're like I don't know they're trying to make it like this was a different time. this was like maybe 10 years ago. And I feel like 10 years ago we had a pretty good grip of, you know, maybe we don't need a, a little boy in underwear um, being j- jokingly leered at by an adult man. Like, where's the humor in that? I think I w- read that the um end of the video said something about like, oh, you need to be careful about who you give your children to. But I mean, the whole thing was supposed to be funny and it really wasn't. The lawsuit goes on to say that Tiffany was friends with their mom and that's how they knew her. And the video featuring the brother was published when he was too young to consent to that. And the suit goes on to say that the sister says that her resulting trauma from all of this has resulted, has prevented her from dating because she's scared she'll be taken advantage of and led down a path of false trust like the path that Haddish led her down. Um, They also say that they've both developed social disorders and the brother claims that he's so afraid of being watched or recorded that he places band-aids all over the cameras on his electronics. And they also say that they tried to reach a $15,000 settlement with uh, Spears, but no information as to where that settlement went. I mean, clearly it didn't go anywhere since they're continuing on with this uh, lawsuit. Tiffany, has spoken out, or Tiffany's lawyer has by the way, I didn't do the research myself, but I did see in a video that this lawyer is the same lawyer Andrew Bretler that um Prince Andrew has. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, So not great, Um, but he says that the lawsuit is purely an extortion attempt and that the plaintiff's mother has been trying to assert these bogus claims for years against Tiffany and every attorney that he was initially taking on her case. And there were several ultimately dropped the matter once it became clear that the claims were meritless and that Miss Haddish would not be shaken down now miss morris has her adult daughter representing herself in this lawsuit the two of them together will face the consequences of pursuing this frivolous action i'm not really sure what to make of all of this i'm going to be siding with the victims because to me it sounds like i mean looking at the video it's gross (laughs) like there's no denying that and i don't really even see how anybody would find humor in that um and so if it was traumatizing to them, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I could understand why. I could understand why. The problem for Tiffany is going to be the court of public opinion, really, at this point, because um, people have now pulled up other videos that she's done, namely one where she is uh, playing Rihanna in a, you know, parody video about Chris Brown beating her. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is a bad situation, a really horrific situation for everybody and I hope those kids are able to heal and figure this out. And speaking of people I don't like, I figured we would end with a hilarious, hilarious story. So (laughs) if you guys aren't as online as me, there have been rumors for, it probably coming on a couple years now that Leah Michelle of Glee, funny girl, what have you cannot read. Okay. So this came, I believe it started with Naya Rivera's may she rest memoir in which she said some, let me look exactly what she said. So what she said is that during their time on Glee, Leah would refuse to improvise. Like, didn't want to, like, look up lines or whatever. Um, And so this went to people being like, oh, maybe she can't read. (laughs) And basically, because people, I think mostly just because people don't really like Leah, they're just, like, making a joke out of the fact that Leah can't read. Now, unfortunately for Leah, there have been a lot of... um, times where she's done interviews or had to do skits or something where she's had to read and it really seems like she can't or doesn't want to and that doesn't help so leah says i went to glee every single day i knew my lines every single day and then there's a rumor online that i can't read or write it's sad it really is and i often think if i were a man a lot of this wouldn't be the case (laughs) <laughs> girl. people make fun of you not being able to read because you have a history of bullying and being racist to people. <laughs> so do people honestly think that you can't read? I doubt it. But the truth of the matter is like Aaliyah has a tendency to throw these like causes in to make her feel to make people be more sympathetic to her. Like when she got caught being racist and doing several racisms to people and saying that she wanted to shit in a black co-stars wig and how rude she was to other black people on the set of Glee. Um, part of her response to that in the time was being like, I'm pregnant. You know, I'm really having to think about this and cause I'm pregnant and I want to protect my people. Like what the fuck do you being pregnant have to do with you being a racist? Nothing. <laughs> Speaking of, she actually did address these allegations of bullying, and she says that the allegations prompted her, uh, the allegations against her prompted a quote intense time of reflection about her conduct at work. The actor traced the line from her onset behavior to her early days as a child star on Broadway, where perfectionism was drilled into her. I have an edge to me. I work really hard. I leave no room for mistakes. That level of perfectionism or that pressure of perfectionism left me with a lot of blind spots. Then she says, I really understand the importance and value of being a leader. It means not only going and doing a good job when the camera is not rolling, but also when it's not. And that wasn't always the most important thing for me. But you guys, when they asked her about the racism and why she said she wanted to shit in her wig, um, she's like, "I don't feel the need to handle things through social media." <laughs> Y'all see what I mean? Like she's a, like her. What you learned from being called out for racism that you need to be a leader? What? What? <laughs> like, what do you mean? That is what you took of it. Somebody, Jonathan Groff. Please, please. Somebody get in Jonathan Groff's ear so he can tell her, Leah's only friend, that this ain't right. What is going on? What is going on? That's a question we all got to ask ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, I'll be back later this week. I hope you guys enjoy your time off if you have it. And if not, just, you know, I hope you have a happy life. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for speaking.